Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. We're coming on the air tonight with breaking news. Former President Donald Trump has just been indicted by a New York grand jury. An unprecedented moment in American history. What we're learning tonight. Will Donald Trump surrender, be handcuffed, and fingerprinted? Here are tonight's headlines. For the first time, a former president of the United States indicted, all related to hush money payments made to former porn star Stormy Daniels. CBS's Robert Costa joins us with late details. What do we want? I'm so disappointed in our lawmakers for not doing something about this. Thousands protested Tennessee's state capitol demanding tighter gun laws. And for the first time, the chilling calls for help from inside that elementary school. Please hurry up. They're coming. They're coming. Two Black Hawk helicopters collide, killing nine American soldiers. Why this nighttime exercise went horribly wrong. This is a truly tragic loss. Russia has arrested an American journalist on the suspicion of espionage. Russian security officials claim that Evan Gerskovich, he works for the Wall Street Journal, was trying to obtain classified information. We have another severe weather outbreak coming as the area still trying to recover from last week's storm outbreak are included in this risk. Hello, friends. And sports broadcasting legend Jim Nance reflects on a nearly four-decade career covering March Madness. Being able to have the seat for that long to tell so many stories and document so many great events. No regrets.
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this historic night in our nation's history. For the first time ever, a former president of the United States has been indicted and will face criminal charges. A grand jury voting today to charge Donald J. Trump. The precise charges are under seal and not yet known. Alvin Bragg in the Manhattan District Attorney's Office case is linked to Trump's role in hush money payments to former porn star Stormy Daniels all actions taken from before he became president. But Trump also faces legal scrutiny in three cases from his time in office. Mr. Trump reacting just a short time ago, calling this a political persecution and a witch hunt. We want to show you live pictures of Trump's Florida resort, Mar-a-Lago, and note that this indictment has wide-ranging implications. The former president has already declared as a candidate for the 2024 race for the Oval Office. Also now to New York, because we are learning there, police have stepped up security, and CBS News has learned that every NYPD officer, including plainclothes officers have been ordered to be in full uniform for tomorrow's shifts, and they should be ready to deploy. There is concern about security. There is concern about protests. We've got a lot of developments to get to. Let's bring in CBS's Robert Costa, who broke this news for here at CBS News. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Nora. An explosive political and legal moment. A former president indicted while he runs once again for the presidency. And tonight, Trump moments ago vowed to fight back, calling this indictment political political persecution at the highest level in history. The indictment is still under seal, but CBS has learned former President Trump will be instructed by the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg to surrender and face arraignment. The charges are unknown for now, but all center around payments made to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Having a former president fingerprinted and then arraigned in open court presents some unprecedented challenges. There will be a lot of planning that uh, will go into it. There will be advance work as the Secret Service would do in any uh, protected visit. And I can assure you that uh, all of the law enforcement partners uh, at the state, local and federal level will be joined uh, hand in hand with the Secret Service to accomplish this mission. The prosecution's main witness is Michael Cohen, who made the actual payment to Daniels, a payment the former president had denied knowing about. Security had been increased around the Manhattan courthouse in recent days, and the DA had received death threats after Trump posted last week that he would be indicted. Now that the indictment has happened, police likely will ramp up their presence again. He will be processed. He will have a mugshot. He will get a booking number. He will uh, give fingerprints, albeit electronically rather than by ink. And ultimately, whether or not he will be handcuffed is a discretionary for the police, in this case, the NYPD. And Robert Costa, I know you have been speaking with members of Trump's legal team. What do they say is next? They are going to fight this at every turn. First, move to dismiss the indictment, and then ultimately, if it goes to trial, to question the credibility of the key witness, Michael Cohen. All right, Robert Costa, thank you very much. I want to bring in our chief Washington correspondent, CBS's Major Garrett. So, I mean, President Trump has survived two mm -hmm. impeachments other charges against him. What happens now? He's a candidate for president of the United States. So in theory, the former president has been trying this case in the public sphere for about the last nine days. And national polls indicate he has prospered as a result of that. 
Many Republicans have already rallied to his defense on Capitol Hill just hours after this indictment, having never seen the indictment. We still don't know what the underlying charges are and how they line up with New York law. So having not seen that, there's a rallying effect around the former president. But to your point, opening this broadcast, Nora, New York police are beefing up. If this becomes a traumatic event for the country, that in no way benefits former President Trump because that deepens a sense of national trauma about his underlying conduct. And though Republicans will rally around it, this has a long way to go on the facts, the law, and the politics. And the former president's conduct, and he's already talked about protests, implications of violence, all of that will be laid at his doorstep. And he could say, well, after January 6th, it really didn't touch me. The second time around very well may be different. Legal experts have already said this is the weakest of some of the cases against Donald Trump. He's facing those three other probes mm -hmm. from actions that he took while in office. You hear Republicans today saying this was a misstep by that Manhattan district attorney. There have been that sense that this is not the case to bring. Is this really the set of facts? And is this the underlying law that is so clear cut, that is so imperative that we must indict a former president? As Robert well knows, and as I've learned the last week and a half, those in the Trump inner circle much more concerned about the actions of the special counsel here in Washington, D.C. And the series of setbacks dealt to Trump and his attorneys in both the questions about his handling or mishandling of classified documents and his actions leading up to and on January 6th. Those cases are also moving forward. And the series of losses by the Trump legal team there concern them much more deeply than what has just happened today in Manhattan. So good to always have your reporting and analysis, Major Garrett. Robert Costa, thank you so much. All right, grief turned to anger today in Nashville, four days after the deadly school shooting that killed six people, including three children. Thousands of protesters descended on the state capitol to demand action on gun reform. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Nashville, where authorities just released the 911 calls from Monday's shooting. And a warning, some of the calls are disturbing. The first 911 calls from the Covenant School came just after 10 a.m. Monday, muffled but clearly desperate. Approximately how many shots have you heard? Uh, a lot, a lot of shots. Witnesses described the shooter dressed in a vest and camouflage. You're going down the hall shooting, there's glass, there's glass in the doors. Another caller cowering in an art room closet shushes students as she calls for help. Just please hurry, I'm you. They're coming, they're coming. Just try, okay, try to stay quiet. I don't know what's going on there. Okay. But, um. Outside Tennessee State Capitol building, the second stage of grief, anger. Thousands of protesters demanding new laws to limit the state's easy access to guns. It's the worst feeling to know that I send my children somewhere every day where they are a target. Outrage bubbled over after the deadliest school shooting in state history. Three children and three staff members dead. We have to put something in action. More laws in place. Inside the packed rotunda, outnumbered troopers work to control the crowd of teachers, students, and gun control advocates. They demanded state lawmakers hear them out. You hear the voice of God's children saying, help us, save us, our lives matter. In Washington, D.C. Wednesday, a Democratic congressman confronted a Republican member about GOP opposition to more gun restrictions. The grieving behind me moves into a new phase tomorrow with the first funeral for one of the three schoolchildren killed in the attack. And remember, 
all those children were just nine years old. Nora? Mark Strassman, thank you so much. Now to a tragic loss in the U.S. military to tell you about tonight. A deadly accident took the lives of nine soldiers in southwest Kentucky last night. Officials say two Black Hawk helicopters crashed during a routine training mission about 30 miles outside the Fort Campbell Army base. CBS's Janet Shamlin is there and spoke to an expert about the dangers of nighttime training. This is the field where two Black Hawk helicopters went down late last night. Emergency crews raced to the scene, but it was too late. Two helicopters came over uh, pretty low, and all of a sudden, uh, as soon as they got over the house, something popped, loud, loud bang, and everything shut down just all of a sudden. The Blackhawks were a version used for medical evacuations from the 101st Airborne Division at Fort Campbell. They were on a training mission using night vision goggles when the aircraft collided and went down in a field near the Kentucky-Tennessee border. I would like to express our deepest sympathies to the families of our fallen soldiers. According to a Facebook post, North Carolina Pastor Tim Gore identified his son Caleb as one of the victims, saying he was the light of my world. Chuck Nadd is a former Army Black Hawk pilot. How much more difficult is it to fly a helicopter at night? When you're flying a Black Hawk helicopter at night, you have much less margin of error. You have to be on top of your game because the rate of closure, depth perception, all of that is diminished. The Army says one of the helicopters had five soldiers on board, the other four. We're going to wrap our arms around these families and we're going to be there with them, not just for the days, but the weeks and the months and the years to come. A Black Hawk from the Tennessee National Guard crashed in Alabama last month. Two reservists were killed. And last year, two Blackhawks with the Utah National Guard crashed during training. Everyone survived. Tonight, a flight safety team from Alabama's Fort Rucker is here investigating the crash. And the news has been devastating for the community that supports Fort Campbell. People around here feel very connected to the military. Nora. No doubt. Janet Shanley, and thank you so much. Turning now overseas, the arrest of an American journalist on espionage charges is yet another sign of the deteriorating relations between the United States and Russia. The Wall Street Journal's Evan Gershkovich is the first U.S. reporter to face spying charges in Russia since the end of the Cold War. CBS's chief foreign affairs correspondent Margaret Brennan reports the State Department is condemning the detention in the strongest possible terms. The Kremlin claims Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gerskovich was caught red-handed on Wednesday while trying to obtain classified information. Under the cover of journalist activity. Russia accuses the 31-year-old American, an accredited journalist, of working as a spy in the city of Yekaterinburg, where he was arrested by Russia's top security agency, the FSB. I wasn't allowed to the hearing. Gerskovich's lawyer said Russian authorities refused to let him into a very quick hearing. The court ruled the journalist should be detained for nearly two months. The Wall Street Journal vehemently denies the espionage allegations, and U.S. officials have not yet been permitted to see or speak with him. It is unclear whether this is a tit-for-tat arrest. Six days ago, the Justice Department charged Russian national Sergei Cherkasov for fraudulently posing as a student while working as an intelligence agent in the U.S. from 2017 until 2020. The espionage allegations against Gerskovich are similar to those against 53-year-old American Paul Whelan, who has been stuck behind bars since 2018. 
Former U.S. Ambassador to Russia John Sullivan visited the FSB facility where Gerskovich is being held. That reporter is now charged with espionage. Something that significant would be approved at the highest levels in Moscow. I'm confident of that. Nora, the arrest of a journalist is having a chilling effect on the few Western reporters remaining inside Russia. The State Department, in the meantime, uh, is urging the release of this journalist and advising all Americans to immediately leave Russia. Margaret Brennan with all those new details. Thank you so much. Tonight, 50 million Americans are in the path of a severe weather outbreak. For the forecast, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. We're expecting a severe weather outbreak beginning tonight, really taking hold on Friday. Three threats in particular that we're watching for. Long live. Long track, very intense tornadoes, Midwest, Mid-South, Deep South. Also extreme winds and very large hail. This will really take shape in the afternoon and evening on Friday. It's going to feel like a very warm, humid spring day for us in many locations. All the warm moist air out ahead of a low pressure, cold front and dry line. Temperatures will be in the 70s and 80s. The timing of these storms, really it's the middle of the afternoon. We're targeting areas in the Midwest and the South in particular for some very intense tornadoes. That all forms a squall line as we go through the nighttime hours and many airs will be at risk for straight line winds right through the night on Friday. Mike Bettis, thank you. Now to this other developing story. A freight train derailment led to an evacuation of residents in a small Minnesota town about 100 miles west of Minneapolis. The BNSF train was hauling ethanol and corn syrup when it crashed and caught fire around 1 a.m. last night. Officials say there is no threat to the public and residents were allowed to return to their homes late this morning. Also, no injuries were reported and the NTSB has arrived on the scene to investigate. There's news tonight about Pope Francis. The Vatican says the pontiff made a market improvement since undergoing treatment for bronchitis in a Rome hospital on Wednesday. Doctors say the 86-year-old could be discharged in the next few days. It's still unknown if he'll recover in time for Palm Sunday this weekend or Easter the following weekend. And there is breaking news from Utah where a jury has reached a verdict in the Gwyneth Paltrow skiing accident trial. Those new details next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod 
to 500-500. And there's more breaking news tonight. A victory in court for Oscar winner Gwyneth Paltrow. A jury in Park City, Utah, has just given its verdict saying the actress, actress was not at fault and does not have to pay more than $300,000 in damages to a 76-year-old man who said she injured him in a crash on a ski slope back in 2016. Well, the jury agreed with Paltrow's claim that he ran into her. She countersued for a symbolic $1 plus attorney's fees. All right, more than a century after the founding of Major League Baseball, a new season begins with new rules. That's next. For the first time in more than five decades, every Major League Baseball team is playing ball today for opening day. The Washington Nationals and Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees and San Francisco Giants played the first of today's 15 matchups. This year, there are some major rule changes designed to speed up the game and increase action, including a pitch clock, larger bases, and no pesky infield shifts. CBS sports announcer Jim Nance's final basketball dance is coming up. We sit down with the legendary broadcaster next. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The final four of the men's NCAA basketball tournament tips off this weekend, and this year's March Madness will be a fitting end for sports broadcasting legend Jim Nance, who's calling his final tournament after nearly 40 years. We spoke to him for tonight's Person to Person. A March Madness to remember, with Cinderella stories upsetting every bracket. The Owls of Florida Atlantic! We're so used to this being a gathering of the heavyweights. They're not here. What we do have here is a collection of underdogs, teams of dreamers. This is Jim Nance's 37th NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. Cinderella would show up maybe in the first round, maybe they would steal a second game. But to make it all the way to the promised land, as we call it, the Final Four, uh, it's unprecedented. Nance gave us a window into uh, how he prepares for each game remote. with his signature say, research you know, just, board. I have notes, pages after pages after pages. Ultimately, I just put and scratch out a few things on a board that resides in front of me when I call the game. Three teams will make their first ever appearance in the Final Four. But for the voice of the tournament, Hello, friends. it will be his last. What made you want to step back? I'm not retiring in any capacity. My kids need daddy at home and daddy needs to be with them more, too. So something had to give. 
it was a difficult decision. Nance's journey ends where it all began, in Houston, where he attended college and got his start in broadcasting. And I'm very grateful that the city gave me that chance. A chance he doesn't take for granted. I have just a huge heart-filled measure of thanks for being able to have the seat for that long to tell so many stories and document so many great events. And um, no regrets. I'm just uh, looking forward to one last celebration of college basketball, not me. Jim Nance will continue to lead CBS's coverage of the NFL, golf, and of course, including the Masters. And you can see more of our interview, including Nance's final four predictions tonight on the CBS News app. That's at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. He is terrific. This is one of the best interviews I've ever done. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.